Blog Talk Radio. Let's get lost in a better place. Pick up a world, travel through time and space. So much to learn, so much to see. A chance to escape reality. Open your mind and your heart. Hi everyone, this is Fran Lewis, this is MJ Network, after my sister Marsha Joyce, and today is going to be absolutely fantastic. We have Rachel and Michael here from TrinityHouseEntertainment.inc.net.com. I think I said it right this time. And I am so excited. Hi, guys. How are you? Welcome back. Hi. Hi, how are you? We're excited to be back. Hanging in there, and there are people listening, by the way, just to let you know. Fantastic. Yes, and they're very familiar people. What can I tell you? So, <laughs> I before Great. I started the show, I listened to the song twice because I had to. I needed something to make my day better. And so, how did you create the theme for this particular song? Well, it was about March or April when the effects of COVID started to impact everybody's life. Uh-huh. And yeah, you know, we noticed that people started turning to God and, um, you know, and usually when something tragic like that happens, people, yeah. mass of people turn to God at that time. And we started to talk about it. We thought, why, why do people always wait for a tragedy to go to God? You know, mm-hmm. why can't they just go to him all the time? And even just in those conversations, we said that could be a message for this song. And so the title of the song is called, why do we have to wait? And then we also share why we don't have to wait for a tragedy. And there's Mm -hmm. uh, all lessons within the song. And the pictures are great. You know, after I listened to the song 20 times before and listened again, (laughs) I realized that I get criticized a lot because every Friday I text all my nephews and my nieces. (laughs) And I accept them. And they they text me right back because – I don't. I want to know what they're doing. I just want them to know that I'm there, and if they need anything, that I'm always going to be there for them. And I think that's important. Yeah. You're right. We don't have to wait. So that that's an important title. And you're right, Michael. With the pandemic and everything, it's 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 really sad. I know. As a matter of fact, on November 30th, I'm going to do a show with a psychotherapist on something that bothers me and everybody else: fear and isolation because of this mm-hmm. pandemic. So we're going to talk yeah. about it. So each frame. I listened to this just before, and my, my, my phone decided it was going to play it again just now. Each frame focuses <laughs> on a different point of view that is perfectly depicted in the video. How did you pick the, the, the pictures and, the, and the, the graphics to go with each stanza? Because it's perfect. couldn't be any better. Thank you so much. So, yeah, we spent time thoughtfully choosing images to bring to life the emotion, the life experience that would resonate with people so that they'd understand the messages in the lyrics, because we still understand that people have a chance to change. We have this one life, 
and we still have a chance to build relationships with each other. But this song is kind of broken up into these three pieces, where in the beginning, it's expressing how people may feel lost and confused. So like you were saying, with we're in isolation, you feel alone or lost, and you're with your thoughts, mm-hmm. and you ruminate those thoughts. Yeah. And how can we help one another through those? And, and we talk about that in the first verse. In the second verse, we give examples of real testimonies of people and how they've overcome some of that loneliness or fears or doubts through their faith. And then in that last verse, we talk about all the ways that we can all do those things together and how we can help each other to overcome those fears or those doubts. Yeah, how we can lift each other and be positive mm-hmm. influences on each other. Yep. That, that That is great. You know, that's a great message for kids, too. Really. Because I find that children argue or they have a, they lose a friend or they get upset or somebody gets hurt or whatever. You're right. Why do they have to worry? They should, they can learn an awful lot of lessons from these, especially teens in this day and mm-hmm. age, too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's true. You know, we even talk about how if God is our ultimate father, if he's like our parent, he wants us mm-hmm. to be there with him through the good and the bad. Just like you said, you reach out to your nieces just to see how they're doing, you know. The parent wants to be with their yeah. child to help them celebrate the fun times and also be there for them during the hard times. And so it even says in the mm-hmm. Bible, in James 4, 8, like, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. And so we want people to realize that you can have that relationship with God, and you'll start to feel him close to you. Just I like agree with you. Why do people Why do people wait for a tragedy or something bad to happen? And um I, every morning, I think I'm, I, since I've been, you know, dealing, you know, working with you and having these shows, every every morning I sit up and I talk to God myself. I say to myself, okay, yeah. this is going to be okay. You're going to get over this. Whatever's bothering you, whatever hurting you, it's going to be fine because don't worry, it's going to be okay. But why do mm-hmm. people criticize other people when they when they do that, or why do they criticize people for their faults instead of understanding that that's who they are, and that bothers me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, one of the saddest things I've seen is somebody mm-hmm. crying over a, a grandparent or parent's grave saying, mm-hmm. I, I wish I would have told them I loved them. I wish I would have uh-huh. told them I was sorry. You know, and people don't realize, you know, we we don't, we don't have a guarantee that we're going to be here forever. And, you know, so you need to let people know how you feel and show the love and grat- gratitude. And, you know, if you have any mm-hmm. indifferences, you know, make up and uh you know because you don't know how long you have and the worst thing that can happen is to be standing over someone's grave saying those things i i agree and i and i've seen it i've seen it too often and i've heard it too often oh i, I should have said this and i didn't mean to do that and it's too late it's it's too late so yeah how can we how can we restore our faith? You know, with what's going on in the news and listen every day. Sometimes I just shut off the news. I don't want to hear it anymore. How can we restore yeah. our faith in people with this world that is changing and people not recognizing that it's still the same people? Unfortunately, we have this horrible pandemic, but there's still kindness and caring of others. So how, how do we remind them that that being kind? You know, I walked up to somebody the other day. And I didn't even know her. She was in the bakery, and I said, oh, you know, the mask you're wearing is great, and I love the shirt you're wearing. She just looked at me. She said, that's so nice. Just saying something nice and caring to other people. Why? That's just me, because <laughs> you know I'm going to do that. Um, why, why, can't we, why can't people restore their kindness and caring of others? Why don't they realize that just because the world changed doesn't mean that you have to be mean? 
Yeah. You know, you know, yeah, I think I think people get distracted with the ways of this world and they yeah. forget to put God in focus. And when you don't put God in focus and you, you live in this world, you know, there's there's so many things that distract you, uh, that are become more important than God and they're they're worldly things and you know they um what's the word I'm looking for? They no, they tend to take internalize it? Yeah, well yeah, they, they internalize the pain and then project it out to others and mm-hmm. yeah, instead of dealing with it through God and, and and it causes a lot of anger, it causes a lot of judgment, it causes a lot of just negativity. But you know, when you focus on God, you put Him your main focus instead of what the world says you should be doing and how you should act. Um, it, it helps. It helps so much to keep a peace and to keep peace with others. And all we can do uh, is to be to set examples, uh, like you were saying. How you know you said that that was a nice uh, dress. You know, just uh-huh. complimenting people, helping people, uh-huh. just and just setting a, a positive example to people. Because people see that light in you, and when they see that, it brightens them up, you know? Yeah. It does. As a matter of fact, she looked at me, she said, no, I I felt so miserable before I came in here. She says, and I was going to buy, like, every donut in the place. She says, but you convinced me that maybe (laughs) she wasn't going to do it. I said, they're just by some. (laughs) You don't need all of them. (laughs) <laughs> people even into oblivion when they get when they get upset. I don't. I just don't eat. Yeah. But yeah. Well, today's National Chocolate Day. I didn't know that. So just another excuse <laughs> to have more chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is National Chocolate Day, but I don't do chocolate. My favorite three pictures <laughs> is a picture of the three people holding hands, and it says, "We can all unite as one." How did, how did, how does life seem to be seem to how does life life does seem like it's passing by us and not just also the older men in the video but the old younger ones too how can we overcome this feeling and that is so great that just people holding hands people of different races yeah. holding hands is even better yeah. I think the the picture that you that you might be referencing is when people are holding hands to lift each other up in prayer yeah. it's just one of the ways that we're giving as guidance that you can have that relationship with God or things that you can do with people in your life. And then feeling that time has passed by, you know, when, when you're following the path that God has for you, you have this sense of fulfillment that you haven't, didn't have before. When you feel like you have a purpose, mm-hmm. then the time that does go by, you feel filled with it. And you, you wouldn't look back in time and think, what have I done with my life when you're on that path? That God has for you. You know, you know, me and Rachel um, just mm-hmm. uh, about two months ago started doing Zoom calls with my family every Sunday night at six thirty. Mm-hmm. And oh, nice. we we all get on and pray together, and it's it's really brought our family even closer. I mean, we had a close family, which brought us even closer because we pray with each other and pray together, and it, you know, just that. Uh, that interaction for that 45 minutes on the Zoom call is, is such a positive influence in your life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so doing that with others and bring, you know, bringing others in for prayer, or even praying for them, uh, you know, and, and on your own, it's it's very powerful for those, you know, each pe- each person. Yeah, because it says, with two or more gathered together, there you are in the midst. So there the Lord is with you, and it's very powerful. But also some people may be listening to this and thinking, well, how do I know what my path is? How am I supposed to just whimsically find uh-huh. out what God's path is for me? 
Well, that's where you have to take a step back and look at look at the choices that you're making in your life and see if it's impacting your relationships with people, impacting your relationships with and anybody. And are you feeling fulfilled? And then reading God's word. You know, we have an article on our website at trinityhousepaymentinc.com where we talk about how you can find your path through the God's will for you because everyone has their own unique path. And it's more than you can even know in your heart because he's created us and so he's made a path that is even more, more imaginable than we can think. But as long as you follow that, you know, and, and when you do choose to do God's work, there will be opposition. Just like I'm sure there's people who are thinking or listening or not, and may not understand, there's mm-hmm. going to be opposition. But with God on your side, you will always prevail in where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to be doing. You know, friend, we, we look at this epidemic as a chance for everyone to mm-hmm. make, make the positive changes in their life because, you know, a lot of people wound up out of a job or they wound up uh, going to part-time or they, they wound up with major changes and a lot of time on their hands. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, if they if they decide to use that time wisely, they could, they could change their life. They could bring a lot of peace in their life. Um, so... You know, it kind of it's like God giving everybody a wake up call and giving them a chance to turn to Him. Um, we all have that chance, and hopefully, people will decide to do that. I agree with you because a lot of people are walking around and they're angry. Well, I can't work. I can't do this. I can't do that. And it's hard for children because you know I looked at the picture of the children getting on the bus, just starting on their path. And you want to keep them in the right direction. And then I listen to the news, and some of them are doing partying or whatever, and the online learning. And some of the schools in New York, the children don't even have the laptops that they're supposed to have, and they don't have enough. And now I listen to the news saying, well, you know, the New York City school parents, you don't have to accept the grades. If your child fails, it's okay. We're not, you know, they could do it over. I mean, they're giving them an excuse to not do what they're supposed to do. And that bothers me. Right. And you're right, Michael. It, that bothers me a lot because kids, you know, not everybody's going to be an A student. But to tell them it's okay, you don't have to accept that, you don't have to do your work, that's not right. That Not not, not as an educator, sorry. Yeah. That, that That's a tough one. But, you know, you're right. People need to start thinking, well, if I can't do this, what can I do to be positive? What can I do to keep my mind busy? I think that's why I enjoy doing the shows, the reviews, and reading a 1,000 books a week. Because it keeps my yeah. keeps my mind active. Because I can't go, you don't go anywhere. I don't visit anybody. <laughs> I mean, it's, and, it's hard. What do you what do you do? do you, what do you do that? How do you deal with that? You're lucky you see your family. I don't. And well, that that that's your calling. Uh, that you found a, a niche that you yeah. like, and that's that's good. I mean, it's and you've made uh you know you've made a uh, radio show out of it, and that that's really awesome. Yeah, you know, it's a lot more than most people do. <laughs> Because you know, so many people. So no, seriously, so many people have so many talents that they, if they just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, looked and saw, you know, people work every day at a job they hate when they have, and and they could be doing something mm-hmm. that they love. And you know, if this is something that you love to do, and reading these books and and doing a radio show and uh, talking about those things, then that's a blessing because there's so many people that are out there right now working that are hating their job, hating life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so if you can find something that you love to do that and, and be able to do that, it's such a blessing. It is worth it. You know, I went to Manhattan College, and the sister there 
said everyone is in the 99th percentile in something and everybody has a talented is talented in something you just have to find it i don't think i ever forgot that yeah my my mom just uh my mom just recently started painting uh and she never in her life thought that she would do any type of art stuff and she loves it and so you know really beautiful yeah so, it's and, great when you do something you don't have to do, but you want to do it, which is even better, right. it's, which makes it even right. better, yeah. So with, with this world, which is not the same anymore, how do yeah. we learn to cope with the difficult time and keep the faith? I mean, I walk in the street and I wear a mask all the time. And I saw, I, I said this on the end of my show on Monday, and I think this is an important statement. The, the governor put this on the highway, and I thought this was really cool. It says, just one ask please wear a mask. And I just thought that was just so perfect. Just not yes. demanding, just telling, just one small ask, please wear a mask. And I said that the other day at the end of my show. It's so important because you have to save somebody's life because I'm saving yours by wearing it. And it's, it's an inconvenience, but so what? So the world is not the same this morning. How do we learn to cope with this difficult time? And how do we teach people to keep the faith? Because eventually, I know, that there's somebody up there that's going to, this thing is going to disappear or it's going to get better so that we can start being a little bit more normal, I hope, truly hope. Yeah, well, you know, because of the media bringing constant coverage of the pandemic yeah. and, and, you know, and it's, it's around the clock. I mean, basically it's in your face constantly, unfortunately. And there are, there are many tragedies in life that occur every day. Every There's all types of illnesses. There's, you know, there's cancer patients that are dying. There's, there's so many different illnesses, but the media is, is using this as a focus. And it, it's more of a, it's more, it's not really a, a, as much of a focus on the illness as it is on a political thing. And, so, you know, and, and that's know. unfortunate. But it's, it's uh, you know, keeping the faith today, um, you know, the real question is how do we, how do we keep that? our faith on a daily basis? Yeah with everything that's happening uh, in the world. Mm-hmm. Right, and not just during when there's hard times because there's, there's always something. Unfortunately, we don't, we're not in heaven. We are not in the Garden of Eden. We're living on this earth. And there's always going to be something that we have to go through in life. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of how do we go through it together and how can we help one another get through it. The, to me, the most important thing is you can't let, uh, you can't let, the news or, or or government or any or people dictate how you should be living and how you should be dealing with it. Um, you know, we we go to God and we we're, we're in the Bible a lot. And we you know we find sol- solace in in Him and prayer, and so that's where our energy comes from to deal with these things and deal with them in a positive way. And you know, having the right positive messages every day is, is a blessing mm-hmm. because um, it gets me into reading the word and find you know finding messages to to send out daily. That's and, right. We send them out on our social media, so anyone can come and if they need some support, uplifting, just a reminder that there's good here in this world. That there's a place where you can lean on for that support. We do send messages out every day. I think the easiest thing to do is when the news comes on, turn it off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then you don't have to have all that negative in your life. 
I, I know because the news is they're sort of like you know making this so exciting. Okay, coronavirus today. Yes, we have all these people. Why can't you say something like, "Oh my God, the hospital saved this person's life," or um, "This person is doing so much better," and you begin to say, "Are they ever going to fix it?" And then of course they go yeah, into this thing with 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 a vaccine, and then go like, "Why don't you say something really nice to somebody?" And right. you know, you 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 just I walk in the street and you wear a mask and then this lady looked at me and I go you can smile it's okay I can see you <laughs> it's okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see the eyes light yeah yeah if they focused on the positive instead of the negative and said how many people are how many less people are getting COVID and how many less people are dying yeah. from COVID instead of focusing always on the death toll and how and there's still people getting sick you know and we just pray and we hope that there'll be a solution soon so that we don't have to, as a, as a people, worry about it anymore. So, And we pray oh, for God. those people who are going through it that that they get the care they need. That's that's important, too. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I'm sitting here. The, 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 my phone is on, and um, I, I just shut the sound off so I could look at the listen. You know, look at the words again in the song. I think I have it memorized almost. What can I say? <laughs> the, 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 hardest, the hardest thing is that to to forgive yourself for doing something or to forgive somebody else, and that's hard. So, so many people are so confused about a lot of things. How do they become unconfused, or do they, should they make a list, or should they think about what is the one thing I want to change about myself or change that bothers me, or should they talk to somebody? I mean. I don't know how many churches or how many, you know, how many video. Hmm. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think confusion starts with a lack of purpose. And then you start to question everything because you don't know why you're here. You don't know why you're doing what you're doing. And then those fears and doubts come in and then there can be lies that accumulate from other perspectives and then there's no connection to a higher purpose or higher reason. So to not listen to what other people think if they are on their own path and just to find that relationship with God on your own. And we also have another article on this on our site too that could help, but it's really about reading the word and having and forming that relationship on your own so that you get get that inner strength to find that purpose and make those decisions in your life, which which makes things less confusing. Yeah, there's a really good movie out called A Case for Christ, mm-hmm. and uh, it's about a it's a true story about a reporter who uh, he didn't believe, and so he set and he set upon himself to try to disprove the Bible, and um, he. He spent months and months of research, and what he wound up finding out was he had, instead of finding disproof, he found thousands of pieces of proof. Facts. Yeah, facts. That, and he wound up changing his heart, and uh, he wound up well, becoming. Well, watch the movie. Yeah. Don't give it away. But, but yeah, but it's, it's, it's a true story. So mm-hmm. when you seek, you shall find. That's in the Bible, too, so. You seek it and you find it. You know, we try to teach children to be more positive. And I taught for a very long time. And there was one of the teachers in my school that taught me something, too, about that. 
if you walked into Nick's room, you couldn't walk in until you said something nice about somebody, what you like about them. Whether it was a child or a teacher or something that they were wearing. And, you know, a lot of people got annoyed. And I would walk, he would walk into my room and go, well, what, what, what do you like about me today? What did I do that's right? And I thought that was really, I thought, I, to this day, I thought that was like the, the coolest thing. Say something nice to somebody when you walk in. And especially if you say it to a student. I mean, that that's important. What is so terrible about walking or just saying something good morning, even good morning? So how is the world changing? And how are we going to get people to realize it's the same world? It's just, unfortunately, different conditions that that we have to live under until somebody figures out a way to get rid of this horrible virus. And they will eventually, I hope. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the... We were just talking about this uh, yesterday about, you know, when, when you read the Bible and you read the things that happened back then, um, you you read about sickness and you read about the sin and you read about all these things that have happened. And it, it's almost like every every hundred years, it just history repeats itself. And it's the same uh, sickness and the same sin and the same everything. And, you know, and it's, uh, because there's evil in this world, and you know, man has not conquered that evil. Um, instead, he falls into it, and um, you know that's why it's so important to have God in your life. Because you know, it, it just is this repetitive uh, scenario again and again of the, the same thing. Um, and until you turn away from it and turn away from the worldly views of things and turn to God. Uh, I mean, that's really the only thing that's going to fix it. Because if you live in this world and you and you go by the way this world thinks and what they think is right, what they mm-hmm. think you should live, what they think you should have, then people are going to be unhappy. Mm-hmm. They're never going to get. They're never going to get that. It's that American dream of being rich and having everything mm-hmm. and being happy. You know how many rich people died unhappy with no one there to to be with them because they couldn't trust anyone. Because everybody, they thought everybody was with them, was with them for their money. Um, so that American dream is a lie to me. It's you know because most people that are that have that kind of wealth, they they don't know who their real friends are. They don't have, they don't trust anyone, and mm-hmm. they certainly don't know what love is because they they made money their true love and uh, the and tried using that. Uh, that hunger of money to, to satisfy their life. And in the end, they have everything but have nothing, but they don't have love. And that's the thing. We don't know when the end, we don't know, we, you realize how fragile life is, and you don't know when the end is. And so it's important to stay on the right path. Well, I have a good, it's funny, I did um, a, a show on Monday with Pastor Michael, and Michael and I talked about the seven habits of highly effective Christians. And there were some mm-hmm. topics that, I'm getting good at this, uh, <laughs> that we talked about <laughs> that I thought were very, very important. So why do mm-hmm. we develop the frequent and sincere communication with God, and why is that important? That was one of the things that we talked about that I thought mm-hmm. was important, too. Yeah, why do we have that frequent communication with God? Because... With that communication comes wisdom and comes a blessing called discernment, where Mm -hmm. you can start to see and understand 
people's true intentions, whether it's good or bad, and it helps you to make the right choices. Rather than having that anxiety and feeling that fear, you go into conversations with more empowerment. Yeah, the other thing is God is our Father, and mm-hmm. how do you how do you build a relationship with anyone without having contact yeah. with them? You know, I mean, so mm-hmm. if you don't have daily contact with God, then how do you build your relationship with Him? Mm-hmm. How do you build a trust with Him? We have an article on that too, and the, and you can uh-huh. think about texting you every day when you open the Bible and you read a verse. That could be God's way of having mm-hmm. a conversation. With you need to build that relationship. You have to come, just like you don't want to tell somebody to tell you that they love you, right? You want someone to tell uh-huh. you on your own, on their own. So God wants That's us right. to come to him on, on our own, our own free will. And he's waiting there for us. I, I look at the Bible as God's love letters to us and an introduction yeah. to himself and who he is and what he expects of us. Yeah. The hardest thing I think for me and I can't say why exactly why is the hardest thing for me is how can we give forgive someone that purposely does something to hurt you, angers and maligns us, and you want this person you want to be able to forgive them, but they don't see what they did that was hurtful. How do you deal with that? That's the hardest thing for me and for a lot of people. You know, somebody does something that's really not not so much words, but actions or whatever. And it costs you something in your life. How do you accept that? How do you say to that? Say to yourself, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get over it. I'm gonna forgive them. How do you do that? That's the hardest thing in the world. Um, well, my, me personally, you know, when they when they crucified Christ, uh, you know, they put they whipped him and they they struck him and they spat on him and they nailed him to a cross and hung him on a cross to die. Mm-hmm. And one of the last things he looked up and said to God is, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And I think about that and I think about what he went through and the, the torture he went through before they hung him on a cross. And I, I think mm-hmm. if he can forgive those people for doing that, doing that to mm-hmm. him, who am I to not be able to forgive someone for trans- mm-hmm. transgressing me? Because Nobody's whipped me. Nobody's nailed me to a cross. And, you know, if they're just angry or if they just say words or if they just say something that even if, even if they lie about you, you know, mm-hmm. I, I pray for them because they're, you know, in the end, they're the ones who got the answer for those lies. Um, so I, I try to pray for them. And I find it a, a lot easier to forgive people for their wrongdoings or their judgments because of just thinking about if he can forgive those people that did that to him, then then who am I to not be able to forgive? I see what you're saying. I agree with you. I understand. It's the hardest thing. So how can his guidance make our paths better? Especially, what you know, the, you listen to the news and you see the teenagers going out and they're not watching and they're going to parties and they're getting sick and they're closing half the schools up here are closed. You know, the colleges and the high schools, half of them are closed. Um, some of the teachers have COVID. A lot of the students, maybe hundreds of students, got COVID. So how can this guidance make our paths better, and how can we make teens realize that they have to change how they act in order to change what's happening in the, in the schools too? And they're complaining that they have online learning, but there's no choice in the matter. So how can we tackle his guidance, God's guidance, make our paths better? Mm-hmm. 
And so first, it starts with wanting to have that relationship with God. And just like Michael mentioned before, that people fail to realize any relationship has to be built upon. And we have to find out who each other is, our likes, our dislikes, what we expect of each other. And eventually, we start to love each other and accept each other's nuances. And it's the same when you build that relationship with God. The more you read the Bible, the more you start to learn and understand who God is. It's not, he's not just this uh, benevolent, far, far away being that puts wrath on the world. There's, there's nuances, there's choices that were made, there's relationships that were built, and you start to see how much he loves us and how, much, how many chances he gives to each person, even when they make the wrong choice, because we're human and we're going to make mistakes. And so then you learn from that relationship how you can treat other people. And sometimes you ask yourself, what would God do in a situation like this? How yeah. should I react with what this person just said? Maybe they didn't mean it. They didn't know what they were saying. Yeah, we, we were talking about we were talking about the odds of being born in the United mm-hmm. States, and the odds of being right. born to a, a, a family, you know, a loving family, and the odds of being born, you know, to to a positive atmosphere. And just there's so many odds that are against you as you're born. You know, you could be born in some foreign country that is, is, has a dictatorship and, and, and you're in a poor family. And, you know, I mean, so this, you know, we, we start looking at those things and you think about what a blessing to be born here in the United States and in a land where you can go out and work and, and make something yourself and you yeah. don't have a dictatorship. You don't have. I mean, uh, this, this, this stat, if you don't know, for, for the listeners, one in 400 trillion is, the scientists estimate the probability of just you being born, let alone not being born where you're born, but just born as a human being is one in 400 trillion. It was recently on a TEDx talk in San Francisco. I mean, that's incredible blessing just to even be born. And so then, then it makes you realize the importance of the responsibility we have for this life. Okay, so if it's one in 400 trillion, then why am I here? And what am I supposed to be doing? And how can I make and, how, and what can I what am I supposed to be doing with this life you know my my feeling is God's God's plans mm-hmm. for me uh he's the creator so his plans for me are probably a, a thousand times better than anything I could think of for myself and so I go to him for guidance on what I should be doing with my life and where I should be going and who I should be meeting and um because you know when we start to decide our own paths, a lot of times we wind up running into walls because they might not be paths we should go down or we may wind up somewhere we don't want to be. And so because God loves us so much, he's always going to have a place for us that even if it isn't a peaceful place, he's going to find a way around that. He's going to always have a door for us to go through to get away from a situation or through a situation. Whereas when we start uh, dictating our own lives and our own path, a lot of times we wind up running into situations we don't want and don't know how to handle it, or we run into a brick wall. And so uh, I, yeah, I go to God with everything because he, he's the creator. He's the one that created me and knows what I should be doing here. And so I let him guide what I'm doing. 
that I, you know, I'm looking at the pictures as as I set the sound off on the phone. Are you guys going to sing this one? Are you going to do this one so that everybody could hear it on 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 the um, show today? Well, I mean, I have it, I have it booted up on my phone. I think I have it memorized. Ooh, but yeah. the, 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 can you do it? Can you sing it? Because I think everybody has to hear it. I'm looking. The first picture is very powerful of the children that are abused, and the, uh, the older man and the older friend and giving somebody a hug. I mean, I have. I'm. I'm th- this is so powerful. Can you sing it now? Can you do it? We don't really have it set up to to sing. We oh, we, good. we were singing. Can you sing a song? Maybe the song on um through when you have it booted up because. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, it probably yeah. it probably sound better if you uh, played it through through your because I think we tried playing it over the phone once and it broke it uh, broke up a lot. Um, but there are different images it, like this. Yeah, I have it. Uh, yeah, I know you can't see the images. I have it on my phone. I'm gonna play it on my phone. I just hope you could hear it.
was so powerful and so beautiful. Mm, thank and, you. And so amazing. So what are three important points that everyone should get from watching the video and listening to this song? And then there's one other song that we have to talk about that I really like that you just wrote also. So mm-hmm. what are three positive things that you want people to get from listening to this this particular song? What do you want? How are they going to change after listening mm-hmm. to this? Because this is so beautiful. And you guys have to listen to the video and look at the pictures because it's everything. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I think three things would be, number one, that God loves us unconditionally. And it's really mm-hmm. important to understand what that word unconditionally means because that's a whole other topic that we could talk about, which we talk about on uh-huh. our site. But that's the first thing. The second thing is that that God has much better plans for our lives than we could have planned for ourselves. And then the final thing is that when we choose to live in God's grace instead of in this world, we'll find much greater peace in our lives and have a much easier time for knowing that there is support to help us get through obstacles. The, the other song that I really love, seriously, this is the one that came before this, with what's going on in the world, what is the message that you want people to get from this song? Each of, each of your songs has a different theme. That's what's so wonderful about them. Everything sends <laughs> a different message. Because you know the one I like, the, 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 the best is you're going to make it. That that one I get, whatever, I yes. pray that and I go, okay, that this is going to be fine. That was song that we wrote. Yeah. yeah. That's my favorite in the whole world. <laughs> Thank you. Which song? You're talking about you guys. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it, and I listen to it all the time, and I make Jeff listen to it, too. Because, you know what, <laughs> sometimes you get down on yourself and you go like, no, it's going to be okay. Uh, so what if I messed up that thing and I had a typo? It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. But the song that I love with what's going on in the world today is how did you come up with United We Stand? Because that's that's got a powerful message, too, that people need to listen to. Yeah. Well, United We Stand, we wanted to try to do a, like, a We Are the World type of song, but more Uh about God. And um, so, you know, this world, you're you're right, you know, the, the things that are happening in this world and what you see on TV constantly bombarded in your face with the news, there's a lot of negativity, and um, you know, if we start to unite in love, and we start to unite through God in love, um, you know, then imagine if that if we can get that to spread from person to person, yeah, how much better of a world it'd be, and how much more peace we'd have in this world. That's right. And look, it's not like a woo-woo thought. I mean, think about even what you shared with us earlier in this conversation when you just told the woman that she had a beautiful dress. And how it yeah. made her feel and how it changed her decision to get more donuts. Those are small <laughs> things that will build up over time to make her now do the same thing. Maybe she did the same thing to somebody else later that day. So that's the whole, really, the the, the crux of the song, mm-hmm. United We Stand, yeah. is that we really do. And it's important to remind, to remind us that we do. And if you're listening and you're thinking that we don't, then you need to take a step back and think about why do you feel that way? Yeah. And why do you feel that? that life's so hard and why do you feel that everything is, you know, use my language, not going so great, right? Crappy or whatnot, because mm-hmm. it, and, and that's what, that's why you can reach out to anyone. And if people are lonely or they're feeling like they don't have support, 
you can come to our social media channels. We engage with uh-huh. people, with we'll people. Here's, here, here's a perfect example of how the, your love can spread. You know, when we started out on Facebook, we had like 47 people following us. And mm. just through yeah. positive messages and putting our music out there and letting people get positive messages from our music, we have close to 7,000 followers on Facebook now. Wow. In just the past few months. And we didn't do any marketing at all. No, it's just from positive messages because people's, people's souls are fed with those messages. And, and every single person we are grateful for, every single person. Oh, yeah, it's a blessing. Absolutely. Their opinions, we respect what people think and feel. Even if it goes against what we may feel, we respect every single person who's a part of our community because it's important that we learn from each other and we help one another. And we'll also make sure that conversations are respectful. So if somebody is mm-hmm. saying something rude to someone else, we fortunately we don't want to, but we block them because we don't want people to be treating each other poorly. There's ways of having difference of opinion and sharing it in a healthy way where you can learn from each other. And that's the community we're trying to build. Yes. I can't stand when somebody turns around and says to you, you're wrong, without listening to your side of the story, without hearing the the other point of view. There's no such thing as you're being wrong. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. But before I forget, on Monday, um, D.P. Lyle is coming with his book, Rigged, on uh, the 10th, the Matthew Goldberg with The Ancestor. And on the 12th, I have a really unusual panel. We're going to talk about writing in flash, flashbacks and time zone, timelines. I have four authors for that. And on the 16th, DP will be back with Prior Bad Acts. On the 23rd, John Land will be back with his Murder, She Wrote, Murder in um, Season. And on the 30th, psychotherapist Dennis Palumbo and myself, we're going to talk about fear and isolation. So that should be really very interesting. And... I decided on February 10th, I can't do it before because I'm so crowded, I'm going to do something thanking uh, uh, law enforcement officials for doing their job. It's going to be um, uh, thank you for the men in blue. So we're going to have a CIA agent, FBI agent, detective, and a state trooper and a few other uh, law enforcement people. And we're going to talk about the different ways they handle it and what happens when the public goes against them and how do they deal with that. I thought that would be good. Oh, listen to that yeah, one too. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I'm going to let you know when the, it, sh- it should be. It should be kind of interesting. Um, yeah, also, you have a really good also, lineup, people. Very talented yeah, I know. people. Good. You, you never know. You never know. I'm going to do one also on the first week of January on how the how publishing and the world has changed and how it's become difficult mm-hmm. sometimes to get stuff. So, what's next for you? What song are you going to create next? What's next? Yeah, we can't see the title. Yeah. We're working on a few. We have two songs uh-huh. currently in the works, which is our, our first time working on two at the same time because we mm-hmm. we can't stop thinking about the, the song. And then we recently started a third just last week. So we have a couple of things in the works that's coming out. Uh, we also have new articles that will be coming out on our website. And we have a blog so people can come to our website at www.trinityhouseentertainmentinc.com, and they can read our blogs, which talk about more in depth of the conversations that we were having with you today, actually, and mm-hmm. just helpful tips on how to have a relationship with God, and helpful tips on just how to how to help steer you when you're questioning your faith. 
Um, we also have our social media, of course. We have messages. You can come and join us on our Facebook. Mm-hmm. It is videos on our YouTube channel. We really bring to life the story. So we have all different types of videos and with the words there, too, so you can read the lyrics along with the images. Yes, our, our, our YouTube channel, if you go to Trinity House Entertainment, Inc. on YouTube and look us up, um, we we have all of our official videos on there, so they can see all of our videos that go along with our music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you create videos for other people for their music too? I mean, we would if they had asked, if they would come to us and ask us. Um, right, right now, we're just doing our own videos. We have helped people with uh, with certain videos. Um, we we helped the magazine company that uh, requested a mm-hmm. short. And we also helped another company that Rachel's familiar with. Um, so, yeah, if, if people need the help, we're more than, well, more than happy to. We have the equipment to do it, more than happy to. What type, of, what type of music would you do videos for? You know why I'm asking that. I'm not going to say why, but you know why I'm asking that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, um, we have to we listen to the song, listen to the music. As yeah, long I as know, nothing <laughs> Yeah, if the message isn't profane or it's not, yeah. you know, sexual or it's not cursing, no. you know, if it's a positive message, even if it's, mm-hmm. a, if it's not considered Christian, if it's a positive message, we would love to do the video for it. Um, yeah, we we would rather not do videos for something that's not... Just putting out a bad yeah. message into yeah. the world. Like anything yeah. that's, that's in line with our mission and our company mission, which is about just spreading the positivity. We, of course, are focused on God and Jesus Christ. But if it's a video that's not of any faith, but it still has a positive message, uh-huh. we're more than happy to look at it, more than happy to do it. We like to help people get those messages out. Yeah, me too. That, that's what I'm thinking. So um, what else do you want to tell us about what's next? And um, can you share anything about the, about the new songs? Because I'm sitting here. Well, and they're saying, uplifting. They're really uplifting. Um, you know, we try to mix it up. We try to do some that are more melodic and and relaxing. So we have one of those coming up. We have another okay. one that's more upbeat and uplifting, um, kind of like you're gonna make it. And um, I like And that. then the third one is just forming. So we're not sure what that third one's gonna be just yet. But they they hit upon both of them hit upon a, a sensitivity in us as human beings that I think will help people either feel more calm and relaxed when they listen to one of the first ones and more like they can get out there and, and do what they need to do for the second one. That That is great. I have you, you're going to make it on my phone. Uh, you guys don't have that so that you could play that. that I, I play that on every show. I'm terrible. That's my, oh, like my good. Favorite song. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm telling it's like I have the words memorized and I can't sing. And everybody in my family can sing. You can sing, and um, everyone else can sing. And then my sister, MJ Network, for those people that don't know, MJ Network is named after my sister, Marsha Joyce, that I lost 10 years ago. And this keeps her alive. She's the reason why I do radio. She's the reason why... um, I told the lady not to eat donuts because I was eating myself into oblivion. And my sister said, you're becoming a couch potato, so stop eating and start reviewing books and do radio. Who thought I would ever be doing this? So it's, it's, it's in her memory that, that I'm keeping her alive. So is there anything else that you, that you want to share or you, can't, or you can't sing the song? I was going to tell you to do that one. 
Oh, you're going to make it. We can play it from our phone if you'd like. Yeah, I don't know how good yeah, it's going to sound. Yeah, because, but, because yeah. it wouldn't be me. It wouldn't be a show without that song. I'm sorry. I have to have it. I have to see it. <laughs> I have to hear it. Yeah. Thank you so much. This has been absolutely so inspirational. And thank you so much for coming on the show today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having us. We love being here with you and talking with you. Thank you. And and tell me, uh, seriously, whenever you want to come back on and you ever have a new song, just let me listen to it and let me know. And everybody, it's, it's, it's raining outside. I don't know how it is where you are. 
It's it's cloudy. Oh, yeah. it's working with me. Yep, it's, it's getting it's getting itself ready for Halloween coming up. So. <laughs> I I I know. I'm tr- I don't I don't. What can I say? But everybody have a beautiful day, Rachel and Michael. Thank you so much. Everybody stay blessed and remember, just small small ask. Everybody wear a mask. Have a great day and bye. Thank you. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.